Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an up front price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Hour two on a Monday live in Los Angeles. It is The Herd, wherever you may be, however you, you may be watching or listening. Thank you for making us part of your day. J-Mac, uh, so the Cowboys got hammered. They are prone to do that on the road. Buffalo looks like they have rebounded. We were buying Green Bay for a while. They're off into the weeds. Kansas City still makes too many mistakes, but they keep winning. They're winning some of these games. The Jags make mistakes, and they're losing games. But if you look at the standings this morning, 12 of the 14 playoff teams, offensive coaches. Only Tampa and Baltimore. How about that? I mean, if you don't think there's a sea change in this league with the rules heavily favoring offense, 12 of 14 playoff teams, Baltimore is an exception. How about some of these coaches taking backup third-string quarterbacks? Shane Steichen in Indy. Like what? How about Cleveland? <laughs> Kevin Stavansky and Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was raking leaves two months ago on weekends. Now he's on the verge of the playoffs. The Chiefs have the same amount of wins as the Browns. Like, wrap your head around that for a second. Like, what? <laughs> All right, here we go. Colin right, Colin wrong, plenty of both. Where Colin was right. Another winning week. Blazing five went three of one. We have Seattle in the points tonight. We had the Rams, Lions, Bills. We like the quarterbacks. We like the quarterbacks in these spots. Four straight winning weeks. We're pretty proud of that. Where Colin was wrong. Well, my MVP, Dak Prescott, Road 
Dak reemerged. It's crazy. At home, he has 20 touchdowns and two picks. On the road, eight touchdowns, five picks. At home, he has a passer rating of 122. On the road, he has a passer rating of 84. Now, he's not as good playing from behind as he is leading. That is usually the case with all quarterbacks. But trailing Dak and on-the-road Dak does not resemble leading and home Dak. I was wrong. Where Colin was right? I said the Rams would be viable this year. Vegas had him at five wins. Baloney. McVay's having a remarkable coaching year. It was a mismatch yesterday. Did you see that red zone situation late by Washington? What a mess. But this team's got too much talent. Now, they're not in their prime. Cooper Cup's out of it. Aaron Donald's out of it. Stafford's out of it. But they're talented, and they're well-coached. And Stafford continues to throw as pretty a ball as the league has. So right now, the Rams are 7-7 seven and seven and a playoff team. Where Colin was wrong. I said before the season, I thought Baker Mayfield should consider quitting football and going into TV. He was going to get hurt. This was a bad situation. But you know what? Baker had another stellar day. Now, he's been hot and cold, but Baker yesterday looked terrific. He's ninth in passer rating. Tampa's currently in the playoffs. Baker plays with a lot of emotion, and when he's feeling good and he's confident, he's a joy to watch, and he talked about the win yesterday. I'll be honest. It's December games are all important. This one was very important, but um, this one won't matter unless we, you know, hit the reset button and move on next week. So it, it can't be more special than any other. It's the most important one now, but enjoy it, and then we'll move on to the next next week. So um, that, that's the mentality that we have to have as a unit. Best quarterback in division usually wins. Baker's the best quarterback in that division, and he's currently a playoff quarterback. Where Colin was right. When the Niners made the Christian McCaffrey deal, people said they gave up too many picks. And I said, you're crazy. You're giving a coaching artist a blank canvas. He is one of the most versatile running backs we've ever had. He can block. He can run. He can run past you. He can make you miss. He's physical. He can catch. He runs receiver routes. He's just an all-timer. He really is an all-timer. And now that he's healthy, they just don't lose much. Um, I, I, I say this all the time. When you can get a star, third, fourth, fifth, sixth draft picks, they don't really matter much. Those hit on about a 30% rate. McCaffrey is arguably as talented, has as much dexterity as any running back we've ever seen in this sport. Where Colin was wrong. I thought the Jags could be a number one seed in the AFC. Right now they're tied with a division lead with the Colts and Texans. Trevor Lawrence has not had a great year. They make way too many mistakes. They've never had much of a home field advantage, but they should just be better. They won a playoff game last year, but they have too many awful halves, too many blown opportunities, too many missed field goals. I love Trevor Lawrence, but he is culpable for some of this mess. Where Colin was right. Another offensive coach, Shane Steichen, beats a defensive coach, Mike Tomlin, using backup quarterbacks. The Steelers, I've said this, I think it's time for a move with Mike Tomlin. Chargers would fit, TV would be great, but Pittsburgh's averaging the fewest points since 1970. I've been on this all year. Defensive coaches struggle when there's disruption at quarterback. I'm seeing it all over the league. Gardner, Minshew, and Steichen are viable every Sunday, and the Steelers are barely viable on offense. Where Colin was wrong. The Clippers have won seven straight. Zoinks, what's happened? I don't even get this. The James Harden deal. 
There's too many guys that need shots. Nope. Harden's been efficient, averaging 10 assists. Russell Westbrook deserves a lot of credit. He willingly went to the bench. I thought that was a grown-up move. Now, I'm honestly shocked by this. It's it's a weird combination of guys past their prime that uh, don't necessarily elevate others. The schedule hasn't been the toughest. It's a lot of wins over the West and some of the weaker teams. But I never thought this group would win seven straight. They have, and I was absolutely wrong. Where Colin was right? I told you the Chargers probably should have moved off Brandon Staley before the season started. Listen, his defense has regressed. I don't need you to win Super Bowls. I don't even need you to consistently be a playoff coach. But the one or two things I look at, are your teams consistent? The Chargers weren't. And do you do your side of the ball well? Matt Eberflus, defense for the Bears is playing well. I would support it. Lincoln Riley, USC, offense is good. I think he's succeeding. But Brandon Staley's defense got worse year after year. And once again, the Chargers tend to go cheap on head coaches, and they pay the price. We were right on this a year ago. Where Colin was right. When the Bears traded for Montez Sweat for a second rounder, I loved the deal. I could not believe the pushback it got. He's already got six sacks. Listen, maybe not give up a first rounder. But to get an elite, young, defensive lineman, you always give up a second, third, fourth round pick. There just aren't many on the planet. How many guys are big, fast, those kind of feet for that size? He's already got six sacks. The Bears' defense have benefited from his placement. I love this move. Chase Claypool, a receiver for a second-round pick, be careful. There's a lot of receivers in the world. There are not a lot of guys that are huge with great feet and powerful. When you can get one for a second rounder, make the move. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD, that's me, H-E-R-D, when you download the app, and that takes under two minutes. Here's my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook, and we had a very good week last week. I'm going to take the Jaguars plus one, getting points at the Bucks. Tampa Bay has been a good story. Jacksonville's a better team. I get a quarterback edge off an ugly loss. Cowboys plus one and a half at the Dolphins. Miami struggled with physical teams. Dallas didn't look like it against Buffalo. They'll be ready to be physical. And I'll take the Broncos at home minus six and a half again off an ugly, disappointing loss. They'll circle the wagons and beat a Patriots team that is pretty lifeless. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up quick. New users. Use the code herd when you download the app. H-E-R-D. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook 
an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's not waste any time here. Let's hit our herd hierarchy. Here we go. Herd hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams according to college. Number 10. The weird Cleveland Browns. They have the most giveaways in the NFL with 30. They've had four different quarterbacks with a game-winning drive. I would not want to play them in the first round. Excellent defense. Excellent at home. Great pass rusher. Third win by when trailing by 10-plus points. Weirdest team in the league. Four different quarterbacks game-winning drives. I think they're well-coached. I like their personnel. And I think they could win a playoff game. I would not want to face them in the first round. Cleveland 10. Number 9. I've probably got Philadelphia low, but they're on a three-game losing streak. And I don't think they have their offense figured out. So they did a better job of running the football last night. And they're 7-3 and three against teams with winning records. I probably have them low. But... This offense, Jalen Hurts saying, I don't know if we're committed. They're averaging 16 points in the last three games. They're just, they got to figure out the offense. It's not a personnel issue. I probably have them a bit low, but I got to see them pick up a W here because they outplayed Seattle and lost. It's one thing to get hammered by San Francisco and Dallas. They got to win games here. So I've got them low. Still think they can win playoff games. Philly at nine. Number eight. They beat the Rams earlier this season, but I don't think they'd beat them next week. Rams are on fire. In the last month, Matt Stafford's got 12 TDs and a pick. Cooper Cup, shocker, unguardable. Puka Nakua, matchup problems. That running back, Kyron Williams, five straight games over 110 yards. Sean McVay's having his best year. I think their defense is young, will ultimately cost them in the playoffs if they get there. Rams right now, you do not want to play the L.A. Rams. Stafford's on a heater. Cups open all the time. McVay's on fire. Rams at eight. Number seven. Miami. Now they're 0-3 against teams with winning records. But, you know, to be able to go out and drop a 30-0 without Tyreek Hill shows you the depth of their talent. Raheem Mostert, 20 total touchdowns, most in the NFL. They can run. They can pass. Uh, there's a lot to like about this team. Tua leads the NFL in passing yards. They're a little like the West Coast Niners without the physicality. Again, 
Miami at seven, more than capable of winning a playoff game, home or away. Number six. Detroit Lions. I like their physicality up front with their offensive line. Probably not a team I would trust going on the road in the playoffs. But if they win their division, they got a home game. Nine and one this year when they can hold teams to 28 or fewer. Now, they don't always do that because they're not very good on the back end. But you play them in Detroit, and if they can hold you to 28 or less, they're winning the football game. Four straight games of rushing for over 140 yards. That Jameer Gibbs, that draft pick, that kid is special. That pick works. Number five. Cowboys. They had a bad Sunday. But there's a lot of things to like here. 7-0 at home. Seven blowouts. Their kicker hasn't missed a kick. Do they play well on the road? No, they don't. Little Jekyll and Hyde. But the truth is... Dak home, Dak Rhodes, two different quarterbacks. I'm not picking them to win the Super Bowl. But I do think they'll bounce back and beat Miami. That's why I'm five in Miami seven, Dallas at five. Number four. Kansas City's going to be fine. They're going to end up in the AFC Championship, but they do have an issue. They have an unsettled wide receiver room. Tony, Mahomes doesn't trust. Kelsey always looks banged up. Their tackles, not great. Let's be honest. They're 7-0 when they score 21 or more. The problem is they have struggled to score 21 and more consistently. I like them. They're fine, but this is not a great team. It's very much Philadelphia. They're a very good team. They're not as good as last year. They're not nearly as dynamic. Number three. I know you're going to think I'm crazy. Buffalo. I think they found their secret sauce a couple of weeks ago. We saw Tampa catch fire after a bye. This team is now running the football. James Cook is at 100 plus yards in five straight games. This is what I what I said yesterday. They remind me of those Big Ben Steeler teams when they had a run game, a great defense, would create turnovers and wouldn't turn it over. By the way, Josh Allen didn't turn it over, ran the football, didn't have to throw, and decimated Dallas. Schedule, he's got three wins on it to close the season. They are peaking late, but I love the dimension James Cook has added to the offense. This is Buffalo at their best. Josh Allen can be complimentary on drives time to time. Number two. Baltimore. I've liked them all year. Number one seed. Only team to hold a lead in every game in the fourth quarter. Won eight of their last nine games, and they could have won that one. Number one scoring defense. Lamar Jackson, nobody will give him credit, but he remains better in the pocket than anybody wants to admit. I think losing Mitchell, the running back, hurts. He was a dynamic spark plug to this offense. They've already missed a tight end. Their left tackle's never healthy. It's classic Baltimore. They're like the Niners. I like them every year. Can they stay healthy? Right now, they're not. Number one. The Niners are 18-0 when Brock Purdy, McCaffrey, and Debo, including the playoffs, are healthy. What do you want me to say? They're averaging almost seven yards of play. 6.8 yards of play. It's the third highest by any team in the Super Bowl era. It is a completely stacked roster with no weaknesses. It's almost impossible to create a roster this deep and this good in 2023. They've done it because they're not paying their quarterback. They even missed on a first-round quarterback. This team is stacked. And with that, as you look at the herd hierarchy, okay, Philly's low, Buffalo's high. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> I think I don't think it's horrible. Right now, Buffalo probably beats KC well, in the they playoff just game. did in Arrowhead. Yeah. I think they probably take down the Dolphins. If in Buffalo the played Detroit, who would you take? Where's I'd the game? take Buffalo. Where's the game? 
That's a big one. In the Dome, I think Detroit's got a shot. Well, I just watched Buffalo shell Dallas and beat Kent. Where do you want me to put them? Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Ravens are 11-3. and three. They go to the Bay Area. The Niners are 11-3, and and yet the Niners are uh, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Kyle Hamilton, who's having a very, very good year at safety for the Ravens, says, what's the deal with that? The 11-and-3s are not created equal right now um, in terms of the 49ers versus us, and um, we feel a little disrespected by that. Uh, I feel like we are the best team in the league, and uh, we've got an opportunity in front of the country to show it. So, uh, John Harbaugh is a great underdog coach. I expect a very close game. But um, we do this before the biggest game of the weekend, maybe four or five times a year. We go and say, here are the top ten players. Now, I think the Niners should be favored. I think it's going to be 28-24 San Francisco. I would take the points in Baltimore. um, But they are banged up. They just lost uh, Mitchell, another very, very twitchy athlete on offense. So if we listed the top 10 players, here's how I would list them in this game. Now, it will come off. Well, I'll just list the players. So the best player, I would say, is Christian McCaffrey. 
Um, leads the NFL six games over 100 yards rushing. Um, I mean, he's got 20 total touchdowns. I think he's one of the best running backs in league history, up there with Walter Payton, uh, Barry Sanders. He's having a remarkable year. I think McCaffrey would be my MVP, so he is the best player in this game. I would say the second best player is the best left tackle maybe in a decade, Trent Williams, who's not allowed a sack since week 13 of last year. When he's healthy, they win. Um, You know, the great left tackles, Tyron Smith of the Cowboys and Trent Williams, they will make great pass rushers. They'll engulf them. Uh, So there are very few people on the planet that have his size and his feet. He's the second best player in this game. Third best player to me is Lamar Jackson. On pace to become the first quarterback with 3,700 passing yards and 900 rushing yards. He's just having a great year. And by the way, when I say he's third, you know, these top three players – McCaffrey, Trent Williams, and Lamar Jackson are top players in the league at their positions, right? So, like, it's it's inches, not feet. Then it gets really, really close. Number four, I think the NFL's best chess piece is Debo Samuel. He's one of two players in the entire league with five-plus receiving touchdowns and five-plus rushing touchdowns. The other is McCaffrey. So I just think he is just too big for corners, uh, too fast for linebackers. I think he's a chess piece, and he has the perfect coach. Uh, he starts running and gets steam. None of those DBs want a piece of that. <laughs> he's just he's like a tight end, but thicker and faster. Uh, I think the number five player is Nick Bosa, who uh, second most pressures in the NFL behind Micah Parsons. When he's healthy, he's just like T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett. Just you're not going to block him. You know, you just you got about a second and a half to have an edge on him, and then it's it's over. Uh, number six is the best linebacker in the game, Fred Warner, uh, who is the highest graded linebacker according to PFF. Insane range. I almost wonder sometimes you put him on offense and have him do something in, in Kyle's system. He's just an insane athlete. Has four interceptions. So there's just there's nobody else on the planet quite like him. Number seven, Roquan Smith, to me, is the second-best linebacker in the NFL. He has transformed this defense. Uh, Ten-plus pressures, five-plus pass breakups. Just a great player. Hall of Fame talent. Georgia Bulldog. Great with the Bears, but the Bears had to get offensive help for Justin Fields, so they moved off him. And at the time, I'm like, that's a lot of money to play a linebacker. But he, he and Fred Warner are the two linebackers in the NFL. You should just pay. Uh, number eight, George Kittle, who's the highest-graded tight end in football this year. Um, blocks, physical, red zone, after the catch, Hall of Fame talent. I don't think there's any denying that Kittle's great. Number nine, Brock Purdy. He's having a great year. He is not Lamar as a talent, but he is having – leads the NFL in uh, passer rating at 119. He is a good player. Some would argue great. I'm not there. This is not a knock. These are the two best teams in the league. You got like 12 Hall of Famers in this game. This is not a knock on Brock Purdy. I don't see him as a Hall of Fame talent. Number 10 was tough. I went with Kyle Hamilton or Brandon Ayuk, and I went with Ayuk over Kyle Hamilton because he touches the ball. So people will take a receiver over a safety in a draft. I think Kyle's having a great year, and Kyle's arguably the best safety in football. He's 11, but Ayuk, second straight 1,000-yard season. Not as consistent as Kyle Hamilton. He can disappear a little bit because they have so many weapons. But, I mean, to tell you how good these teams are, Kyle Hamilton's my 11, and I think he's probably the best safety in football. And so, and Kyle's great. But, I, again, if you're asking me to take a safety or a receiver, I'd probably take – now, you look at that and you think, oh, it's a blowout. 
But again, 11 would be Kyle Hamilton. Um, yeah. If Mark Edwards was healthy, he would be in my top six. The the uh, tight end for and Mark Andrews, he would be top six. I think he's the only guy with Kittle and Travis Kelsey in that class. All right, um, right I got to jump in here. Um, all right, don't freak out, okay? I just got a text. Did Cowherd put McCaffrey in the same sentence as Barry Sanders and Walter Payton? Better receiver I, I than both. I was listening, but... Better receiver than both. That kind of matters in 2023. Oh, my gosh. I don't know oh, if okay. you... Uh, so you also, on the list of the top players in a football game, I, I'm going to start with this. What is the most important position in football? Just answer that. Don't go anywhere else. Quarterback. Okay. How on earth do you have a quarterback, Brock Purdy, who's leading every quarterback in every category... Behind two linebackers. Come on, man. That's off brand for you. You gotta put a quarterback ahead of linebackers. Warner's awesome. Roquan Smith's very good. If one of them is out for the game, line's barely budging. Brock Purdy all of a sudden hurt. You gotta go to Sam Darnold. Ravens are favored. Get Purdy up the list. Colin, the disrespect here. I, I see that smirk. I know what you're doing. I'm not doing this a, is, I'm not ranking position importance. These are the top 10 players. It's actually a compliment to put Brock Purdy over Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton's the best safety in the game, a high school All-American, a college All-American, a first-round pick. I don't care what he did at Notre Dame. Well, did Brock Purdy's second season. Yeah, but he doesn't lose any games, and his numbers are off the charts. He actually does when... Debo doesn't play. He doesn't have the when he doesn't have the the all-star cast and he's missing occasionally Debo, he loses. So we said that I'm I'm kind of sort of done with the Jets. If the 49ers send me a Brock Purdy jersey, send me one. I will wear it on the air the week they're going to the Super Bowl. Not two weeks, but the week leading up to the Super Bowl. I'll wear it on the air one day. Permission? Yeah, sure. All right. How's that Seahawk tattoo going? I'm just saying, you it see this a criticism. This game has put that list up again. Yeah. Barring injuries, barring injuries, McCaffrey's a Hall of Famer. Trent Williams a Hall of Famer. Lamar will get a lot of votes. So will Debo. Bosa's a Hall of Famer. Warner's a Hall of Famer. Roquan Smith a Hall of Famer. Kittle is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, and listen, Kyle. I'm Han- the- now I'm not saying. I'm not saying they are now. I'm saying, barring injuries, those are Hall of Fame players. So to have those guys ahead of Iowa State's Brock Purdy is not a criticism. Ayuk, I don't think, is a Hall of Fame talent. I think Kyle Hamilton, they don't put a lot of safeties in the Hall of Fame. If Kyle plays for the next 10 years like this year, he's a Hall of Famer. I, I would put uh, Zay Flowers ahead of Kyle uh, Hamilton. Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers is... No, 11 was Hamilton, juice. 12 was Zay Flowers. Okay. Um, do you remember... Uh, you probably don't, but um, do you remember the discussion we had about Debo Samuel? Remember I said he was... Oh, was, it, was it top five or top ten? I don't remember. But it was close. Like, you were just like, oh, he's not there. Well, he had some, He did... Remember, early in his career, he had an injury bug. He's had some injuries. Yeah. You know, because he's tough as hell and goes over the middle and yak him. Debo Samuel is so good. I don't want to hear this like he's not a top five receiver. You're starting to see No, I say he's the best chess piece. He's not like everybody else. I I always use the late Aaron Hernandez. When Belichick had him, Gronk was the better tight end. Randy was the better receiver. Tom was the best player. Aaron Hernandez was the league's best chess piece. They could move him all over the offense. Debo's the league's best chess piece. And with this coach, what would what would a defensive coach do with him? I'm not sure. But when you give arguably the best guy with a canvas, the best chess piece, you know, Shanahan, like Debo is a – like when you – if you're a defensive coordinator – 
you can figure out ways to defend a great tight end. You look at Debo and you're like, the hell do I do with that? How I mean, do I defend that? Listen, you talk about like favorite players in the league. Debo's in my top ten. I mean, he is a oh, yeah. bad, bad boy. Like I he love will him. I love he, him. I mean, he runs over, dude. Remember he called Bradbury trash uh leading up to the Eagles game? Bradbury gets lit up by Seattle. Like, the dude knows football. He's this 49er team. How can you not love them? Ah, they're fun. Who says I don't? <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Got a lot of stars. It's a, it's a lot of stars out here, man. But I, but I love it, man. And and happy holidays to everybody. You are slimmed down. You look fantastic. Well, I, listen, I, I went through something this off season. The fatter jump off you when you worrying that much too. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. All fat gets out of here with that kind of worry. But but no, I'm good, man. Okay. I'm good. And and and, and I'm, I'm just having a great time this year. Okay, so we love having you. So, um. I think I didn't sell my Buffalo stock or my, my Cowboy stock. I do but, think occasionally if you go up to a Buffalo with Josh Allen, it's mm-hmm. a little wet and rainy, you're feeling yourself, They're and right. that thing goes sideways. Even your Cowboy Dude. teams, you would go on the road sometimes, and Dude. you know two series in, Michael, is over. Yeah, well, you, 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 don't, you don't buy into two series is over, but two series you'd be like, Whew. We are in the well, This is going to be something. We got to try to figure this one out. You know, it's going to be that kind of game, and it's going to take the take everything you got to pull up out of it. And I saw that in with Dallas. You know, first of all, you go down. They stop Buffalo, and you get the, the Demarcus Lawrence flag, right? 
So that you Buffalo now instead of three, that's seven points. You get right. another opportunity. Then you come back. So so you hold at the three. Then you you hit Brandon Cooks. You're up seven three. That was wide open touchdown. And then you block the punt. That that I don't know how that block punt thing happened. How you jumped over the punt that was being and missed that. That would have been fourteen three. That kind of swing right there in that game, yeah, means everything. Everything. And any chance you had at winning that game, you had to do it right in the genesis of that game. You had to withstand that what I call the monsoon yes. of, of of fans who thinks that if they beat the Cowboys today, that somehow make up for the rings I got in my <laughs> trophy room right now. It does not. I still got them rings, but they came out anyway and played hard. Yeah, they did. Um, I'll get back to that in a second. Um, Matthew, I want to talk about Matthew Stafford McVay. It's a flawed team. They don't have an elite defender in their prime. Puka's a fifth-rounder. Right. Uh, Kyron Williams a fifth-rounder. Higby a fourth-rounder. But when I watch them play, the motion on the offense, the sets, Michael, they are humming, and yeah. sometimes it's belief. Yeah. I think when I watch the Rams, I think that offense believes you're not stopping us. They right. are they are risk taking. They are run it. Um, I I see a confidence building. I think they're a flawed team. Can mm-hmm. they win multiple playoff games? And this is the question. And, and 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 a lot of teams are flawed, and we're finding this out. And what I've been saying here for the last few weeks is, you can have your flaws. But you better be able to score points. Offense is what matters. And the Rams have some offense. Yeah, they're scoring. I I I I don't know if they can beat everybody on a run to a Super Bowl, right. but they can beat anybody that's trying to run to a Super Bowl. That's a great point. Anybody that's yeah. trying to run to a Super Bowl. And and here's the kicker: what you were just talking about, fourth round, fifth round, guys that don't supposed to be here right now. And they're, th- they're playing with house money as a team. Yeah. As a team, it's house money because you're not supposed to be here. I think they predicted them to be four and something. Or yeah, five, no, five win team. Five win team this year. And look at them now. And then you got these young players who don't even know they don't supposed to be doing what they're doing. They don't know what they don't what do you, know. What do you make of Puka? Now, like you, he is a big physical yeah. kid. Big, smart, smart player. Plays hard, make plays. That it's one ball that 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 he made. One play he made last night was insane. Yeah. He uses right, his body insane. as leverage, right? And and I, somebody was talking about that when we were watching the game, and they said, "Well, isn't he pushing on?" It's, it's, no, 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 no. That those are locators. You know, whenever I put my hand on a person, I wasn't necessarily pushing him. I was just <laughs> locating him. I just want to locate where he is. They call a locator. You need them locators. Just locate where they are. You got to move them a little bit and get the ball. He's great at that. And he, th- these are young quarterbacks really playing wide receiver. Him and Cooper Cup. And then that mastermind, Sean McVay, who is a mastermind. Yeah. You know, it, it makes it Motion everywhere. Right. All the motion, movement. So your eye gate gets caught over here, and they come. It's just amazing what the guys, what they're doing. It's amazing what these young coaches are doing. So it's interesting. People are bailing on Philadelphia, and I've, I've said this about the Eagles. Um when you have to have your defense on the field for 90 snaps in multiple weeks, because their offense is uneven, 
It's really an offensive problem. We're all saying defense is the problem, but we know their defense isn't great. But the problem is their defense is on the field for 90 snaps. It's Buffalo. It's Kansas City. It's Dallas. Even Seattle, they outplayed them. End of the right. game. Their right. defense is like, we're on the field too much. I think, I think they solve a lot of their issues with a more even offense. I think they should go back to what they are. Heavy Jalen Hurts. Don't protect that's what Running I ball. think they are. But but he's not as healthy and, and you can see it in his gates. So like I told you when he's running. He, when he's when when he's coming up on guys, he's coming up, you can see he's he's not the same Jalen Hurts right now. And and I think what we're we're looking at it in oh, you lose another game, you lose the game. I, I think we should be kinda throwing some praise on this dude because he felt it. it's like I, I can't leave my dudes out here. No matter how hurt I am, he's not. He hasn't missed a game. Right. He still pops back in there and plays hard for his team. But you can see they're struggling right now, and that happens. Let me tell you something. Each year we won a Super Bowl. Each one of those years we had like a two-game losing streak. We would always lose one game, and I, I, I would say, "This is not gonna happen again. We gonna fix it. We got it. We got it." And you'll lose another one. And and then you tell Spin, like, what the, what is going on? Will you get where Philly is right now, where the coach feels like I have to come out and say, put it all on me, because he sees that his offense, he sees that his quarterback is taking too much on him. Yeah. It was smart of him to come out and say, no, put it on me. Let's pivot back to the Cowboys. I like them against Miami for a couple of reasons. I think uh, if Tyron Smith is healthy, that will give it will mitigate Bradley Chubb, and it will give Dak a lot of time. I thought in Buffalo he didn't have the time; they couldn't run the ball. Then he ha- gets behind. Dak trailing isn't Dak leading. I think he'll lead; they'll be comfortable. I also think they were humiliated physically; they're embarrassed by it, right. and they'll establish physicality early. But it is interesting, Michael, that they're almost a college team. They're great at home and collapse on the road. Were you ever on a team in college or pro that maybe wasn't mature enough? Road is often maturity. Road is a veteran staff. Sometimes, you know, the Cowboys are a glamour franchise. Tuesday, Wednesday, you don't quite put the time in. You're all the the shows. And I look at Dallas and I think, it's not a lack of talent, but they're very uneven home and away. Is it youth? Is it lack of maturity? What is it? Well, and first of all, because we run, we run off with this. And the Cowboys went three and four on the road right now. It went in the last week. I think it was three and three, and then lost last week three and four. It, just, just, just speaking, if you wanted to, and we'll stay sixteen to make it even. That's eight and eight. If you can go four and four on the road and have the record you have at home, you're having twelve in twelve and four seasons. Right, right. Everybody in the world will sign up for that. You see what I mean? It'll sign up for that. So, so this is very, 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 very careful waters that they have to tread because you absolutely need to make sure you're proving to yourself that you can win games on the road, and this is your last great opportunity, and you have to prove it to yourself because you're going to be playing playoff games on, on the road. road if things don't fall out absolutely perfect, and it'll take a miracle almost for right. you to fall out where you're having it at home. Right. You know, Even though, I must admit, last night they gave you a little hope with that, with the way the Rams played, that maybe you could have that possibility. If Philly falls off, and then the Rams go take care of some business after the Baltimore take care of a little business, you, you, there, there's a little possibility in there. But 
they have to get their mindset ready to go on the road. And this is a great opportunity to put all of this stuff shoulders up behind them and say, we beat a good team on the road and beating Miami. That's why this is a huge game. For Let, let's, it's the Fox game, late game. Let's talk Miami. We got a minute to a minute and a half left. I like them, but I do think I can't see them going to Baltimore, to cold weather, to Buffalo. It's just ingrained right. in me. Miami to even Marino's teams. There is something about cold weather, toughness, physicality. Maybe that's part of the Cowboys problem 25 years. Do you buy Miami? I, I do. I buy explosiveness like that in any turn, turn anywhere. I, I, I'm not the dummy like everybody else in the world who keeps saying that defenses win championships. Those are dummy talking. This dummy talk. It's offense. I, I, I can't take it's offense. it. It's it's, it's, it's points. And you get that on offense, mostly. Now, turnover defense, I call it that you can Dallas use. has that. That's the difference. You, you got to turn that ball over so I can go get points. Right. You know, so, so yeah, you can, you, you can put up points. They can put up points. Miami's a dangerous team because of that right there, and there will always be in it. And that's why this is dangerous for Dallas. They got to they, they get in there. All that man running with this team, with all that speed they have, and all these crossing routes that this master will design, that it, 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 this master designer will design plays, it's going to be tough for Dallas. They got, that's why they got outscore. I said earlier, it'll be 41-38, and I, I need that and those guys to just light it up. Finally, a minute left. It's the holidays. Now, are you, uh, do, you, uh, do you buy a lot of gifts for the fam? No, and that's why I was so happy, man. I, I, we, we were almost crying up there when, when Luane gave us gifts today. I buy all the gifts. I don't go shopping for all the gifts. I don't get any gifts. I tell people, don't worry about buying me a gift with my money. Just say happy Merry Christmas. <laughs> Just say Merry Christmas. Because they'll say, oh, I got this gift. Can you, can you send me $10,000? I want to get you a gift. I don't need it. Don't worry. I don't need it. Well, it's great having you here. Happy holidays to you. And you've been such a great addition to the network and that show. We've been trying to, for years... We've been talking about getting Michael Irvin over here, and we do, and we absolutely love having you. Yeah, and I love being here, Colin, man. And you know I love you, man. And come on and talk with you guys anytime, Chop man. It this up. makes it great. It makes it, it really is just great to be here. All right. Get up, go. Get on your plane. We know you're always yeah. rushing. You stay here for us on Fridays. We know you got a plane to catch, and we appreciate it. I'm good with you, All buddy. right. All right. Blazing five. Feel good about it on a heater. You can walk in front of the camera. You're Michael Irvin. You're Michael Irvin. But, but you're not, a, you're not a number three possession it's receiver. So be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, here we go, Blazing Five. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins Blazing Five. Seahawks and Titans. I'm going to take the Titans plus three. Seattle on a short week, an emotional game. They're overvalued because they were outplayed. Let's be honest about it. They've lost five straight road games. Their last road win for the Seahawks came against the Giants October 2nd. They've scored more than 20 points in one of their last five games. That game last week was fun, but I'm talking about a Titans defense that shut down Miami. Ryan Tannehill or Will Levis may have played. The number one red zone, red zone defense in the league is Tennessee. They make you kick field goals. Seattle on a short week. Defensive coach could be a backup quarterback. This is one of my faves. Titans win it. I'll take the points. Mike Vrabel's a great underdog coach. 27-24 Tennessee. Cardinals at Bears. You know, I like the Bears initially. I'm going to take Arizona plus four and a half. As J-Mac talked about yesterday, the numbers are interesting. The Cardinals this season, once they got Kyler Murray, all the offensive numbers, yards per play, yards per game, everything's ticking up substantially. This is now a top five red zone offense with Kyler Murray. The Bears have the worst red zone defense in the league. And three times this year, this is like NFL history. The Bears have led by 10 or more in the fourth and collapsed. So even when the Bears outplay you, they can't hold on to it. I'm not giving up four and a half to a very dynamic offense against the Bears defense that collapses late. I'm going to take the upset Cardinals win. Maybe get outplayed, but cover and win late 24-23. Cowboys at Dolphins. Dallas plus one and a half. I like Dallas. They're nine and five against the spread. They're going to reinforce their physicality. Miami's O-line is weak. Dallas pass rush is excellent. The Cowboys following a loss this year have been sensational. 35-12 is their average win after a loss. Their O-line's number three according to PFF. They should control the line of scrimmage. And let's be honest. The Miami Dolphins have lost seven straight games to teams with winning records. Show me the money. Beat somebody that's good. Dallas has ticked off defensive line. If Tyron Smith plays, Bradley Chubb's not getting pressure on Dak. 
31-27. I think Dallas will establish itself. Miami scores garbage touchdowns late. Take the Cowboys to win the game. Jaguars at Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Bucks and Baker minus three. C.J. Beathard probably starts. Now, Jacksonville's reeling with Trevor Lawrence. They're a bit of a mess right now. But here's the thing. The story of this game's Tampa. They're an emotional team because their quarterback's an emotional player. But Baker's last three games, he's on fire. Eight TDs, one pick, passer rating of 108. They do not turn the ball over. Baker can be hot and cold, but they're bottom five in the league and giving the ball away. They're also 7-1 and one at home as a favorite. This is a team that's a bit of a front-runner. All right? They're a bit of a front-runner. Baker is a player. He's always been better with a lead and feeling himself. But they are feeling themselves. And I think Tampa covers the spread. I'll take them to win 28-20. to 20. Ravens at 49ers. Niners are going to win, but I'm taking the points at five and a half. Harbaugh is a great underdog coach. Lamar is unbeatable against the NFC, and the Niners are banged up. Listen, right now, Baltimore's got six wins against teams with winning records. They're really good in this spot, especially when you doubt them. Their defense this year is first or second in virtually everything. Yeah, the Niners are 13-1 and their last 14 home games, but they've got cluster injuries on the defensive front. That is the area you do not want cluster injuries against the Baltimore Ravens. My guess is San Francisco's going to win the Super Bowl. This is a weird week. Baltimore feels completely disrespected. The Niners are beloved by everybody, especially J-Mac. Niners win, but that's just too many points to give John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, the best defense in the league, in a big prove-it-yourself game. Take the points. 28-24 San Francisco wins. So, my picks in review... I am taking a very good Titans underdog team and coach. Cardinals as a dog, Cowboys as a dog, Ravens as a dog. I've got some dogs barking. I do like the Bucks as a favorite. J-Mac is rolling his <laughs> eyes no at these picks. Well, it's more of concern for you, my friend. Uh, don't love the picks this week. I'll just put it there. Uh, take a look at the Titans injury report. They got like seven starters likely out this week. I know it's a good spot uh, for them against Seattle. Baker Mayfield laying a field goal? I don't care if it's C.J. Beathard or uh, whoever. That's risky, man. They, they, oof. And I, you know I don't like Dallas at all. Yeah. Oh, poor. You could be, this could be a brutal Christmas week. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common 
You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.